Thought Bubble Audio. Up in the sky! You will never find the more wretched hive of scum and villainy. Welcome to Beer with Geeks with Tim and Frank. Who <laughs> are I'm Batman. I am Iron Man. Your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. Hi, Christopher. I'm Nero. My name is Inigo Montoya. You're a wizard, Harry. A couple of guys with a couple of beers and a whole lot of pop culture nostalgia. Make it so, number one. Ladies and gentlemen, the Beatles! Name the dog in the ant. Life finds a way. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. Now sit back and crack open a cold one, because it's time for Beer with Geeks. It comes in paints? Shaken, not stirred. Great Scott! I was way off. I knew it started with an S, though. Hi, and welcome to Beer with Geeks, where two geeks geek out with beer. I'm Tim, and with me, as always, is my questionnaire friend, Frank. How are you today? Hi, I'm feeling very inquisitive. How are you? I'm I'm doing well. That was a good question, Mister Inquisitive. That was a good question. Well, I got more where that where that one came from. But but that's good. Before we get into even more questions, I have uh, a a crucial crucial one. Oh yes. What are you drinking? Oh my goodness! I'm. I thought you would never ask. Uh, I thought, uh, I'm full of questions. Uh, so you had to know I was going to ask that eventually. You are full of questions. I'm drinking something we I don't think I've ever had on the show before. Do you ready for this? I'm drinking a Peroni. Mm. A man after my own heart. The beer of my people. The Italian people. The beer yeah. of your people. That's so right. I, so I so a very slight story on this. I went out to dinner nice. with a bunch of people and somebody ordered a Peroni and I was like, Oh, I want a Peroni. I haven't had a Peroni in years and i had it and it was great and i don't actually remember it being so great but i loved it so i had to go pick i had to go pick up some so i am having a peroni excellent fantastic i love it i love it i love peroni it's it's so good uh like all the italian like the very light italian beers i absolutely love and it's and my family did i was i grew up in a very italian family but we weren't really we were more of a wine family if anything and that was even that was only holidays i grew up I grew up in a wine family as well. So there wasn't a lot of beer. And when there was beer, it wasn't really Italian beer. So I didn't really grow up with Peroni. But for whatever reason, Peroni and Moretti, I love. Uh, I just really enjoy. They're just so sippable and enjoyable. So That's right it. On. They're sippable. Yeah. That's a great way of putting yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. They're great. They're really great. That's that's awesome. I love that. So uh, b- bully for that. I love that. Um, I am drinking. So I went. Uh, I, I'm I've, sorry. I wasn't asking you. Don't oh, care. Oh, well, uh, okay. Sure. Anyway, sorry. We'll, uh, Go ahead. You can find no, us I'm on just, the internet. I'm just. At, oh, I'm just kidding. Right. No, I'm just. I'm just. Don't leave me. Don't leave me. So uh, I have completed the mug club update. Life update. C- congratulations. Thank you. Yes. Life update. Life goals. Yay. <laughs> so, um, so yes, I I completed the mug club. Seventy. I know. I miscounted. It wasn't seventy-one beers. It was seventy-two. Whoa. Seventy-two beers later, I have I have uh, completed the mug club. Um, How's your liver? uh, Well, I don't know. We'll see. Feeling feeling all right, but I finished it with like three weeks to spare. My wife finished it a a week later, so she had two weeks to spare. Uh, So we're both members of the Mug Club officially now. 
and uh, we are numbers two fifty four and two fifty five, respectively, in the in the mug club. Very nice. Um, anyway, but I, so I'm I, I'm done with discovering beers there. So I, I've had to, you know, branch out a little bit. And so I I uh, was at the grocery store and they had one of those build your own six pack type things. Mm-hmm. So I grabbed uh, a bunch of beers, some that I've tried, some that I hadn't before. So one that I hadn't tried before is a Joseph's ba- Brow Brewing Company Drive Through Red. Dry dry hopped red ale. Whoa. Um, yeah, so it's a red a red ale, uh, and it is um actually I'm gonna find out right now how it is. And he's drinking, he's mm-hmm. drinking, he's drinking, he's drinking, and Ooh. uh yeah, it's kind of sweet. Um it's it actually doesn't taste that super hoppy. Oh, interesting. It's got almost I like the a label. Yeah, it's a cool, it's a really cool label. Um like a VW bus on the front mm-hmm. of it, and uh, with the license plate that says "I Heart Hops," um, but yeah, it's really good. It's it's almost like almost tastes like like apple with like cinnamon in a way. I don't know. It's um, hmm. I'm, I really, I actually really enjoyed this. This is interesting. It's from San Jose, California, and um, yeah, right on. So I'm I'm really enjoying this. So that's what I'm drinking. Well, good for you, man. Yes. Right on. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank you. Listen, uh, I have uh, uh, a few questions for you. Questions, and, you may say. Yes, yes. Questions, I say. Questions on the topic of what would you rather? That's Get right. If you fall in love. <laughs> <laughs> I came in a second too late. That's it's okay. All right. It's all worth it. It's all good. Uh, yeah. What would I? What would I rather? What you say. Would you rather? Yes, we're bringing back the geeky. Would you rather? Um, because it's been a while. It's been quite some time since Indeed Timothy and I have gone down this road, and I believe it's my turn to. Uh, it is your turn to ask you. Yeah, to ask you what you uh, some things you would rather. So, um, basically, I come up with a another list of a few things that uh, I think. Uh, I, I, things we haven't really talked about, you know, that's the thing, Tim, you and I talk about a lot of geeky topics of all, all shapes and sizes, but, um, Mm -hmm. there are certain things that I just don't know where you stand. I don't know where you stand on some issues. So, um, I thought that (laughs) the important issues of the day, (laughs) yeah, important, important issues, things like, you know, which droid is your favorite or things like that. So, um, yeah, I, I think I'm going to, I'm going to pull these up here. I, I, I keep a list in my Apple notes, um, and I try to write down things, you know, sometimes I'll just get struck by the, the thought of, I wonder what Tim thinks about this. And I save them up for a rainy day. And today is that rainy day, um, because you know, April showers are going to bring May flowers. So, uh, or snow if you're where we are. Uh, yeah, apparently still getting snow, but anyway, uh, so let's, let's dive into it. Shall we? Splish splash! I was taking a bath. Bum, 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 bum. All up in Frank's questions. Do, 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 do. Nice. Anyway, so the first question I'm going to ask you is: Slade Wilson or Wade Wilson? Whoa, good question. So Slade Wilson is Deathstroke. Wade Wilson is Deadpool. I'm going with Deathstroke. I'm going with Slade Wilson. Ooh, I'm actually kind of surprised by that. I love when you I... surprise me with these. I I that's a great question. I I like Deadpool and I like the film Deadpool quite a bit. I love Deathstroke. I had even when I was a kid and I I don't even remember why I couldn't tell you why I know who who Deathstroke was cuz I I didn't watch Teen Titans and I knew who he was 
before that, because they didn't call him Deathstroke on Teen Titans, they called him Slade because Cartoon Network wouldn't let them say the word death. It was too the sake they couldn't get death past the censors. Sure, that's why villains always. That's why villains always want to destroy the hero and not bring death upon them. Sure, sure. Um. So, so I destroy by his light year. Yeah, destroy, destroy, danger. Will Robinson. Uh. Anyway, (laughs) so I remember them calling him Slade and going, ah, but he's Deathstroke. That's not fun. Not interested. Whatever. So I don't know where, I don't know where I picked up who he was. Now I'm curious, but I love Deathstroke, man. I have his, I have his first two appearances signed by Marv Wolfman, wow. his creator. I met Manu Bennett, who played him on Arrow, mm-hmm. or, or many, many times. Um, I, yeah, I'm a huge Deathstroke fan. I love that character. When he, spoilers for Justice League, I guess the end credit scene when he rocks up on that boat. Like, that was the most exciting scene in the movie for me. And it probably should have been the entirety of the Justice League standing there. But I was like, nah, man, Deathstroke's right there. That was your favorite That's moment? Awesome. The tag That's at my... the end? Yeah. Oh, wow. yeah. That got me. Yeah. Because as much as I like the Justice League standing together and whatever else, the idea, like, we had already seen Batman and Superman and Wonder Woman standing together. Yeah, true. And, like, all this, in, in, in a lot of ways, all those other heroes had kind of already appeared in Batman v Superman, even if not together. And we'd seen them in trailers and all this different stuff. So by the, okay, so okay. death, so Deathstroke was a complete, um, not a complete surprise, I guess, because they had released, they had released, uh, test footage of his costume, uh, and you know, who was playing and, and who was, we pl- knew who Joe was playing him. Man- yeah, Megan, Meganello. Meganello. Thank you was playing him but but we all thought it was for the batman movie and not for um and not for justice league so when he rocked up on that boat i was like yes deathstroke let's go wow so yeah so so deathstroke that is a much stronger reaction than i was expecting and not in the direction i was expecting i i never really cared for deathstroke i don't know i just never have cared for the character um i've seen him in some justice league stories here and there that i've read and and just sort of like meh he's fine i don't know to me he was always sort of a maybe just because of like the timing and like the context in which i read the character where it's like by the time i discovered the character it was sort of there's already a lot of like assassin types identity crisis you yes that's how i know who he who he was okay identity crisis i feel like he took on the entirety of the justice by himself he did that must be actually just thinking of my chronology of when i read stuff that must have been the Mm -hmm. first time that i saw him um, but I don't know if I really imprinted on him, like if I really understood, like oh, that's that's like I think at the time I was sure. just sort of like whatever, that's just some character. When that's I finally did mm-hmm. realize who he was, um, yeah, I don't know. I just never really cared for him. But Deadpool, I think I in the same way that I love Spider Man, I love Deadpool. The quipping and the the irreverence, like that's a thing that I've always enjoyed about that character. And the movie mm-hmm. like put it into overdrive, obviously. So. Yeah, I. That's interesting. That's really interesting. I did not expect that response from you. I love when you surprise me. There you go. There you go. All right, I'm going to change uh, leaving leaving uh, superheroes behind for a second. Uh, I want to go um, Pac Man or Space Invaders. Pac Man. Mm. Pac Man. I've never been a big fan of Space Invaders. I just okay. Well, truth be told, I'm terrible at both games. So <laughs> that's okay. I am that too. doesn't really factor into this. 
but I think Pac-Man is more of a staple in a lot of ways, and so I enjoy Pac-Man for that. And when I was a kid, there was a restaurant we used to go to, and they had a Pac-Man machine downstairs in the basement, like an old-school arcade Pac-Man machine. And so we used to, like, run down to, like, quote-unquote, go to the bathroom where the bathrooms are, but then also play a game of Pac-Man. Sure. And then come back upstairs. So I have fond memories of that, but Pac-Man. Yeah, definitely Pac-Man. I agree. I agree. Pac-Man, mm-hmm. not a Space Invaders. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm better at Pac-Man than I am at Space Invaders anyway, but but it's just more fun to me. Hmm. Space Invaders, like, at least Pac-Man has the colors going for it. Space Invaders doesn't really have a lot Mm-mm. besides some lines. Um, but I'm not very good at those games, period. I get, like, not anxiety, but I'm like, ah, the ghosts, they're so close. <laughs> or, you know, like, ah, the row of spaceships, I don't know what to do. So it's just not my not my style. But it's okay. Yeah, those are my, good. yeah, I want to say Pac-Man. Good answer, good answer. Good answer, good answer. Um, uh, let's see. Uh, uh, Lopty Neck or Jedi Rocks? Lap-de-neck, do, 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 do. Or is that Jedi Rocks? That's Jedi Rocks. Jedi Rocks, yep. then. Jedi yeah. Rocks, really? Jedi Rocks. I, yeah. Because I, I saw, the first time I saw Return of the Jedi was with Jedi Rocks. I saw the 97 re-release first. Okay. And I was I was 10. So that's the one that imprinted on me. And then so going backwards and watching you know older versions of Return of the Jedi, you kind of go, well, that's it. What about the what about the big number? What about all of it? I think even at ten, I was like, this doesn't exactly fit or belong. But I don't. It didn't really matter to me because I still kind of. I the song is still kind of fun. Ooh, da 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 do. I also saw the version the 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 um, special edition, you know, before I ever went back and saw the older version. So I I, I grew up with Jedi Rocks as well. But it's so out of place, and to me, it's so boring because it takes up more time than Lopty Neck did. That mm. I prefer Lopty. I prefer just to get on with it. Like I don't need a full five minute, you know, like number with these CG characters who are very obviously 1997 CG and who are like dancing oh around God, and everything. Yeah. I don't need that. It's like it, it's boring to me. I would rather like fast forward through it or just have Lopty Neck and and have it be short and sweet and get on with it. I don't think that is necessarily boring, but I I don't because it's so clearly added. It's bolted it's, on. Yes, you and you can kind of you can kind of. T- I mean, as adults who have studied film or whatever, I, we can tell. As a ten year old, can't tell. You know, you don't. Maybe you don't I have couldn't a sense tell. of. You don't have a sense of film structure that way. No, but I did have a sense of, and I, I couldn't put it into words at the time. Maybe, but I'd have a sense of like, why did it get so slow and boring now? Like, where's Luke? You know, like I, it was like in the middle of the action. Like suddenly, well, even just, even with Lopty Neck, you could argue that the beginning of Return of Jedi, Return of the Jedi, is just slow and boring. No, it's true. It's true, but less so than than with Jedi Rocks. I I think. Yeah. Well, I mean, the the beginning of Return of the Jedi is almost like the beginning of A New Hope because you're following the droids first. And like it starts strong with Vader going to the second Death Star, which I think is a great scene. Mm-hmm. And then it, so you start almost in the same way where you start with Vader mm-hmm. in space and then you go to the droids on Tatooine. It's the same basic. It's a similar. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's the same basic same progression. Beats. But then as a kid, the beginning of Tatooine before stuff happens it's also pretty dull 
until we get to the sail barge, it's pretty. It drags. Um, although the I guess you do the rancor, yeah, rancor the rancor. Yeah, yeah. Although, and I, I like Princess Leia infiltrating. You know, like it 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 You know, yata, that's that stuff. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that stuff's pretty good. He's holding a thermal detonator. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Someone who loves good. you. Yeah, Leia. Mm-hmm. I would have. I wish he. I wish he had been like Chewy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or said some other woman's name. That would have been hilarious. <laughs> that would be hilarious. Uh, anyway, yeah, Jedi rocks. Nice. All right, good stuff. Um, Lois Lane or Pepper Potts? Lois Lane. Mm. It's, it's almost it's almost a non-contest because Lois is important to me in all all venues. She's in, she's important she's important to me in comics, in TV, in film, in everything, and Pepper's really only important to me in the films. Mm. You know, she only means something to me because of Iron Man and Gwyneth Paltrow. Who rocks it? She's great. Amazing. She's Amazing. she's one of the best parts of every movie that she's in. Even for even when she her like three seconds in Spider Man Homecoming, she steals that scene. Yeah, and to steal a scene outside, like to steal a scene from Robert Downey Jr. and John Favreau, and is is killer. Like so, she's she's great. However, Lois steals everything, no matter where she is. Except when she's played by Kate Bosworth, then she, then she there's, <laughs> then there's, there's no stealing. Then she just returns the scene, the scene, like to the police station. She's like, "Here, I found this. I didn't want to steal it, so I just here, here you go. Exactly. Just exactly. Take this. I think it belongs to somebody. There's someone's yeah. ID in there, and a train ticket, and a twenty dollar bill. Just, just take this, please. Uh, you're putting me to sleep. <sighs> about it. Yeah. Um, that's too bad. That's too too bad. Uh, Liz Lemon or Leslie Nope? Oh. Oh my god. Um okay, so Liz Lemon of Thirty Rock, Leslie Nope of Parks and Rec. That's a great question. I'm going to say Liz Lemon. Okay. I think I'm gonna stick I'm gonna stick with Liz Lemon. I love both those shows, but I think Liz is I th- I see there's a lot of Liz in me. Like the like a lot of the way she reacts to situations or some of the things that she like working on my night cheese and like things like that. Like those are all things that I don't say necessarily work on my night cheese, but you know what I mean? Like that like I can see I place myself more in Liz than I do in Leslie. Oh, that's such a they're so different though. Liz is Liz is like your weird, quirky friend. She's she's uh She's fun but weird. She doesn't quite have her life together, um, even though she's like in her thirties. Leslie is your very eager, earnest, very like like uh, like like morally upright. Always chooses what's right and and loves her friends and loves everybody and is like she's like a puppy. Uh, and Liz is more like i don't know this is a little a little more relatable she's in like a lot a, of ways she's like a grumpy older dog in some yeah, ways kind of like an old yeah cat. whereas this like this like the puppy versus the cat i guess and in a lot of ways that's a good it's a it's a good metaphor for them and i think if i, I guess if you had to break down like who would you end up spending your time with yeah i i think i'd spend my time with liz more than leslie mm. i think leslie can be exhausting that's sometimes. True. 
with in, the binders and the gifts and everything. Right, exactly. But at the same time, she loves breakfast. She does. So she loves, bre- and she's the like the best friend anybody could ever hope to For have. Sure. So there's a, I don't know, great question. But I'm gonna, I'll stick with Liz. Stick with Liz. Stick with, well, yeah. What about you? Good, I would uh, go with Leslie, but it's close. Uh, but I think yeah. I would go with Leslie. Um, I've just finished the uh, Parks and Rec rewatch. I'm I'm kind of in the middle of a Thirty Rock rewatch now, even though it's been on hold for a couple weeks. But I think I'm gonna go with Leslie because because of what I said. I I, I, lo- I think she's such like a loyal friend, and she's the kind of like she's the kind of person that I tend to surround. Myself. She's like an extreme version of the kind of people that I surround myself with. And whereas Liz, mm-hmm. I feel like is more like me, but sure. Leslie is more like the people I am friends with. You know, that's true. I do have a lot of. I think I have more friends like Liz than I have like Leslie. Yeah. I might be Leslie. You're more Leslie. I think you are more Leslie than I am. And I think I'm more Liz than you are. I and that's why we're friends. And that's why we're friends. Ah, And that's that's why I got you this. That's why I got you this binder. Oh, my God. Where did this come from? (laughs) It's a binder full of more questions for me to ask you. This is crazy. I was prepared. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> um, let me ask you this one. Uh, Catwoman or the black cat? Catwoman. Mm. I, th- I think down. you could say that, yeah. I, cat- I, think I, I like, agree with you. And I like the black cat and when she crosses my path. But I that's that was a that was a reference the to the Spider Man. Yeah. <laughs> um, have we ever rem- just straight up reviewed like like done an episode on that cartoon on that episode i don't think so maybe we should do like a 20 minute commentary like on that we episode. should do a co- like just like for for that should have been episode 200 we made a giant mistake uh but we, <laughs> <laughs> we should have we should for sure like for fun maybe a patreon thing i don't know but we should do that just for for fun, just for giggles, because I agree. it would be insanely, insanely fun. I, I totally agree. But I'm gonna but to go back to the mm-hmm. question, I'm going to say Catwoman and, and here's my real time answer. I'll even tell you how much I like Catwoman. Are you ready for this? I'm ready. Hit me. I am cur- I am currently listening to an audiobook called The Many Lives of Catwoman, the felonious history of the feline fatale. Wow. That's yep. I started. There's there's this author called Tim Hanley, mm, and he okay. he does he's doing these series of history of like the women in comics. I think oh, kind of thing. Cool. And so he did Wonder Woman Unbound, which I cannot recommend highly oh, enough. Oh, you told okay, it's that guy. It was unbelievably good. Yeah. And then he did a Lois Lane one. Ooh, which is yep, I know, which is not on Audible, so I have oh, not bummer. gotten to that one yet. Um, but his latest one that came out last summer, I think, is about Catwoman. So these are histories of the characters. They're not novels. They're not stories about them. They're like the history of that. They're the history of. Yep. Okay. So the who created them and why, and he kind of goes through their stories and every incarnation of them. But then he really like hunkers down and analyzes them too it's not just like a and then this happened and then this happened and then this happened it's really about if you really had to look at it he's kind of looking at it through a feminist like a a feminist lens like why is this 
how are women treated in comics? Let's specifically look at Wonder Woman. Let's specifically look at Lois Lane. Let's specifically look at Catwoman and then all that. I'm just past the point in the Catwoman book. He did a whole dissection of Batman Returns and Catwoman in that film, like a long dissection, like more time than anybody has ever analyzed that film Hmm. for anything. Hmm. And it was totally brill. And it made me a want to go back and rewatch that film with that lens, but it, like made that movie better by transcending like what the film maybe is actually about. But if you look at it through this idea, it's oh yeah, he's great. I can't the wonder. I think right now the Wonder Woman book is better. Wonder Woman Unbound was like five stars, hands down, best best analysis that character i've ever read was wonder woman unbound the the book that they like was the the basis of professor marston the wonder woman the movie no no great question great question that is the secret life of wonder woman i think it's called or something like that um which is also a good book but it's that's really more a biography on marston it's not it's really it, it it has a different bent this is about wonder woman the character okay and and so we spend a lot of time in the Marston era, but it's not about him. It's about her and his his life and his choices certainly play into that because they played into the character. But then it moves far beyond that after cool. it's before the movie came out. So there's a couple of years missing, I guess, of material. The Batman v Superman hadn't come out yet by the time okay. that when Wonder Woman Unbound came out, but still totally worth it. Cool. Anyway, Cat- anyway, Catwoman is my answer. Good answer. Good answer. I agree. Thank you. I agree. Uh, let's keep this train going. I want to ask you, PlayStation 1 or N64? Oh, my. Oh, what a, what a question. I had both of them, you see. Ooh. Well, that's not that's not strictly that's not strictly true. My, uh, we did have a PlayStation 1 and years uh, a few years later, I and like kind of like when N64 was on the outs, I I I I got a an N64. So I think I played more games my own choosing of games I guess on the 64 because I went and got it myself and so I chose the games, but I have a lot of fond memories of playing the PlayStation 1. Hmm, this is a great question. I'm going to say N64. Interesting. Actually. Yeah. That's it, it's tough, right? Because that was a kind of a. I mean, well, we we remember it fondly because we were growing up then. But like, it was sort of a golden age for a lot for games in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. There in were some just ways. a lot of fun games, a high volume of fun games that like anyone could play. Um, that weren't a huge yep. time investment. Like you could play, you know, Need for Speed or you know Crash Bandicoot or super mario looks or nothing like a real bandicoot i just i just saw what a real bandicoot looks like a few days ago and i have been lied to yeah complete lies complete Complete lies lies. he looks nothing like a bandicoot he's just a fox yep so he's just a fox yep yep but i think so i had a ps1 and mm-hmm. I I spent many many hours. I've probably spent more more hours with a PS One that I have with an N sixty four. And yet wow. I think I would give it to N sixty four because I think it had slightly it had all the like most of the games that I love from PS One. Plus it had the Mario games, which gives it a huge edge. Golden Eye and Golden Eye. Golden Eye was another big super, one for me. Super Smash Brothers, 
done. Yep. End of conversation. Yep. Even Mario 64 is Ma- super Super fun. Mario 64 is one of my favorite video games of all, like top three of all time. Yeah. Uh, wow. And Mario Kart and Super Smash Brothers. Like there was just so many, so many great picks there. So I think yeah. I have to give it to N64 as well. Although PlayStation 1 had pod racing and Jedi power battles. Let us not forget. That's true, but I think at least one of those was probably on N64 as well, were they not? At least one of them. I, um, six, um, pod racing definitely was. Pod racing was. Jedi I, Power I Battles may, Jedi, may have only been I'm sure, PlayStation, though. I'm not sure. It may. I, I only played it on PlayStation because a friend of mine had a PlayStation, and, so, and he had the game. Yeah. So that's how I played it. I never had it myself, but either way. My memory, yeah, but N sixty four totally. Even though the remote was weird, but it was fun at the same time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you remember the store Sam Goody? Yeah, it was like a CD mm-hmm. store. When they were yep. going out of business, I bought a copy of Jedi Power Battles for PlayStation. Like what PlayStation was already was already done. Like it was already the PS two mm-hmm. era, maybe the beginning of the PS three. I think it was PS two era, and but I still had my PS one, and I found this like copy of Jedi Power Battles for like four dollars or something at Sam Goody. So I bought it and dusted off nice. my old PS one and 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 played it for like a couple weeks. <laughs> it was like it was a ton of fun. That's awesome. Ton of fun. All right. dust. I, I, I have machinations about dusting off old systems, and then I remember that I have to clean my house. And right, yeah. Do this thing and do that thing, and so, oh well. Record podcasts. So, so kids, if you're young and listening, play those games as much as you can, because when you're an adult, you just won't. That's absolutely true. Okay, I think we have time for one more question. One more question. One more question, and I am going to make it this one. I think this is a good one to go out on. Jeff Goldblum in Jurassic, in Jurassic Park. Or Jeff Goldblum in Independence Day. Jeff Goldblum, Jurassic Park. Yeah, that's Hands the right down, answer. No question. That's the right answer. Hands, no question. Independence Day, Jeff Goldblum, get out of here. <laughs> oh, okay. Actually, so this maybe this this wasn't you the, that I had this conversation with already about this. Who's more handsome, Jeff Goldblum, Jurassic Park, or Jeff Goldblum, Independence Day? Jurassic this was, Park. This, Jurassic Park is the answer. Yes. Okay, no, this wasn't you. So I went. I, I remember that. So I went out to dinner with um, two friends of two friends of mine, and and the first thing. So my friend's fiance comes in and he's like, "I have a question: Jeff Goldblum, Jurassic Park, or Jeff Goldblum, Independence Day? Who's more attractive? <laughs> Jeff Goldblum, okay. Jurassic Park, obviously." And he's like, "Thank you." She thinks it's Independence Day, mm-hmm. and that's weird. Mm-hmm. And so, or it was the I can't remember that, but either way. That's weird that you asked me those two films because that happened just a couple weeks ago. Yeah, definitely Jurassic Park. He has that whole, like, I'm sweaty, ripped, sh- look at my open shirt on the table, but my leg's broken thing going for him. Yeah. It's, it's a very specific thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah so I, I wasn't necessarily asking where is he more handsome, but that's that's a very acceptable way of answering. The- for me, it was more about, like, what's the better... Like where does he character. have more? Yeah, well, more. Yes, better character. I guess more swag. More. Where is he more suave? You know, I, I, I think whether it's whether the question is where does he look better, where does he perform better, uh, or which character do you like better? I think the answer to all three of those is Jurassic Park. It's always Jurassic Park. I think he's definitely more suave in Jurassic Park because he's kind of like a he's kind of nerdy. He's nerdy Jeff Goldblum in Independence Day, right? And not that he's not. 
nerdy in his own way in Jurassic Park. Sure. But Independence Day, that's like what they were going for. Exactly. And, and I just think Dr. Malcolm is just a kind of a, he's more interesting character. I think Jurassic Park is a more interesting film mm-hmm. than Independence Day. So I'm sure that that lends a lot to my decision. And I just like that film more, but across across the board, and actually, as much as like people get on Jeff Goldblum for like he's just being Jeff Goldblum or whatever, I think he's he's actually a character in Jurassic Park. Like, yes, he's Jeff Goldblum, and he has like his particular way of saying things, as Charlton Heston had his particular exactly. way of saying sure, things sure. or whatever. But he's a real character. He's not. Just being Jeff, like, watch an interview with Jeff Goldblum and then watch Jurassic Park. And you're like, oh, Dr. Malcolm is actually suave and this, like, and says things in a normal way. I, I have to agree. I have to agree. I think I think that, yeah, he's not, I mean, I think the movie where he's the most Jeff Goldblum I've ever seen him is Thor Ragnarok. Right, like, definitely. That's where it just feels like they just brought him in. They didn't even tell him he was in a movie. They just sort of dragged him on set <laughs> and said, "Like, here you go. Here's a piece of paper. Like, just read what's on. Here's a cue card. Read, read what's on here." And and he just did his thing. Uh, but uh, he didn't even know it was a movie. He, he still doesn't know. But uh, it, but in Jurassic Park, you know, he is performing. He is actually. Mm-hmm putting on another character and i like the charlton heston example did you pick charlton heston because like it's passover right now and like the ten commandments is relevant or probably probably <laughs> he's just been he's just in my head but charlton heston's also kind of an actor where i think like he basically does the same thing every time you know he's mm-hmm. not mm-hmm. he's just you hire him because he's charlton heston right not because you need him to play Salvador Dali no. or something. Whether you know. it's Ben Hur or the Ten Commandments or ben, or uh, Soylent Green, he's 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 Charlton Heston, right? Or you know who's a maybe a more modern example is like Owen Wilson. Like you mm. hire mm-hmm. Owen Wilson to be Owen Wilson. That's right. the kind of character you need. Yeah. He does it really well, and so when you need somebody like that, you you bring him in, right? And Jeff Goldblum can be that person but he can also just act but i think people forget that he was also an actor yeah and so yeah he, i think you're so right that's my yeah so yeah that's a good that was a good question so definitely jurassic park solid no question solid cool well i think we're out of time but I, that leaves me with i've still got i've still got a handful of questions here one two three four five six questions that we can use for another time um, so another time it shall be that's exciting and next time it's going to be your turn my friend so i hope you've got hope you've got a couple couple for me one of these days not not I, next episode but the next time we we bring this back up again it's going to be balls gonna be in your court so i'm gonna laugh real hard if it's next episode just putting it, <laughs> yeah, it might be next episode who knows but i'm just gonna we'll laugh see. real hard Anyway, okay, well, then you can find us at beerwithgeeks.com and Twitter and Gmail and Facebook at Beer With Geeks. You can write reviews and rate us on iTunes and find us all other places podcasts can be found, like Google Play and Spotify and all such places. You can also check out all Thought Bubble Audio shows at thoughtbubbleaudio.com, including but not limited to insert shows here because there are too many there for are me to officially, list. I think we've officially, like, the straw has broken the camel's back and there are too many to mention now. Um, I can't. I just can't list them all anymore. I, There's too many. I can't. I, I want to especially call out Hate Watch with us because I actually think that the stuff they've been doing recently has been a ton of fun. 
Um, so so check out Hate Watch with us. Uh, search for them wherever you find podcasts. Um, that's always fun. And then Starkville's House of El Krypton. Derek and I are having a blast talking about Krypton. Uh, we're three episodes in and loving it. So uh, please, please check that out as well. Fine, I guess we're going to do it that way. Then I guess you can also check out Tolkien TV Talk, where I'm having a blast talking about the upcoming Amazon Prime show, Lord of the Rings, or whatever they're going to end up calling it. And Palmer and I are having a blast over at Academy Rewind. We are currently in the sevens in our season, or we are currently in the process of recording our season three. Yeah, you just wrapped season Uh, two. mm -hmm, Yep, and so we are already in the process of recording season three, and there are some movies... On that list, let me assure you. <laughs> Some doozies. La La Land. Ooh, La that's La right. Land. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Moonlight. Arrival. What came out in 2007? 2000, 2007. You know what the sad part is? that like I just watched all of them, <laughs> so I really should. Was it like Slumdog? Was that 07 or was that... O- uh, no, that, no, Slumdog was our first... That was, that was our first... Um, that was our first episode. 09? That was... Yeah, so it came out in okay. 08 to be nominated, to be nominated in 09. 09. Okay, okay. So, 07, Babel, Letters from Iwo Jima, Little Miss Sunshine, oh. The Queen, and The Departed. Oh, of course. Of that's, course. That's what's coming up. That is what's coming up. I already recorded that episode. Did that that's win that year, already. The Departed? Can't tell. You got to watch the episode. All right. Too sound, bad. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yep. Cool. <laughs> Potentially, it's also The Queen or Little Miss Sunshine. I just don't remember what one. Yeah, I know. Cool. I'll tell you off air. Yeah, I know. Cool. Okay. So. Uh, that is that is the whole kit and caboodle. I guess you can also check out Frank and I on Supergirl TV Talk, whatever. You know, we talk about it all the time. It's fine. Absolutely. Supergirl's been renewed for season four. We're not going anywhere. Woo-woo. Anyway, that's it from all of us. Uh, so, Frank, I say until next time. Cheers. cheers.